Quantum Key West Race Week is one of those must-do events, and it really kicks off the US racing season at the very start of the year. My name is Andy Rice, and I'm speaking to Lara Dalman-Weiss, who's just come back from Key West. So welcome, Lara. And I've got to say, I'm really jealous because that blue sky and those blue waters, well, they just look fantastic. Are they as good in real life as they are in the photos? It was a perfect year at Quantum. Everyone was saying it. Uh, the water was perfect. The temperature was awesome. And we had breeze every day. So it was it was a dream. <laughs> fantastic. And how many times have you done the regatta? This was my fourth year sailing Key West. And is that four consecutive years? Yes. Okay, so once you start, you, you can't leave it alone. You have to do it every year. <laughs> exactly. You just, yeah, this year I hadn't had a ride for until a couple of days before, and I wasn't going to do it this year, but um, I couldn't stay away. Now, well, looking at those images, I can see why. Now, you got to speak to some interesting people while you were there in Key West. Um, so let's launch into some of the interviews that you did there. And, and the first one is win the winner of the J88s, actually, as it turned out, um, Laura Weiler. So uh, let's hear how that conversation with Laura went. Until two years ago, I had no experience racing. And I bought a J88, and I thank Rick Leonard from Buffalo, New York, for steering me to the right boat. And from there, I moved the boat to Youngstown, New York, and uh, joined Youngstown Yacht Club, purchased the boat from RCR, and I want to send a thank you to Don Finkel as well. But uh, I had one year experience in a one design class existing in Youngstown, and my objective was to come to Key West. And with the help of Don Finkel and so many others, Jimmy Egloff and Jeff Pulowski, and oh, there are so many to thank, but uh, they guided me through the process, and Don said, get a pencil and a piece of paper, and I'll, we'll create a spreadsheet. And so once we did that, I grabbed it and ran. And Chris Warner from Quantum Sales was enormous help. He is my tactician. He put the team together, and down we came. And it's been a phenomenal experience for me. The caliber of sailors here and the caliber of the class is just outstanding. And from my point of view, I, I want to do it again next year. Well, that's awesome. What were some of the things that he had you write down on the piece of paper? Oh, just so much information about housing and where to keep the boat and transportation and what I would have to put together as far as logistical information and also boat preparation. I wanted to make sure if we came down here that the boat was race ready and so the bottom was done, the keel was done by waterline, they did a tremendous job on that and a thank you to Randy and uh, also just uh, anything the boat needed I was prepared to do so when the the team came down here, the boat was in the best shape it could be in for racing. So did you do, when you, when the boat got here, did you have much prep work or did you do that all at home? Well, the, the crew took over and there wasn't too much prep work. We arrived on, uh, I arrived on Wednesday to do some of the preliminary, making sure the boat was in the water. We brought it over to the galleon. She was clean and uh, any excess weight was already off the boat. And then the crew arrived on Thursday, and it took one day, and then we practiced on the weekend. 
who cool. had quite good practices. But the interesting part of this story is that until uh, last summer, the boat, uh, the mast was smashed in July, so the boat was out of the water for the rest of the season. And when I came up with the idea, I was starting with a crew who had never sailed together, and I came down here with no expectation whatsoever. Many of the crew members I did not know from Youngstown or Rochester, New York. So it is phenomenal from my standpoint to see this team come together. And really for the first several days, it's just been perfection. And it's so fantastic to have sailed as part of the team. Oh, that's so great. Really unbelievable. That's awesome. So, so Now, are you driving? No, I, I have driven the boat in, back in Youngstown. But uh, no, Adam Burns is driving. He is oh, cool. from Youngstown Yacht Club. And... Obviously, he's doing a tremendous job. He's great. But it's a, it's a team effort. That's fun. Do you have any goals in the future or um, events you have your mind set for? Well, we are already registered for Charleston. And after that, we will do North Americans, which is in Youngstown this year. Oh, perfect. And, and from there, we're thinking about next year as we speak, whether we go to the islands or Block Island, perhaps, or we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Iris has Iris Vogel has given me the the outline for the event she'd like awesome. us to travel to and compete in. So it sounds like there's some pretty great people in the fleet. Yes, very. It's a wonderful fleet. They are. They've been assisting me as well, giving me the right information. I also want to thank Bob Hesse who has raced here before on several of his boats, and he let me know. Don't worry, Laura, as much preparation as you do, something will fall through the cracks. Absolutely. Something will explode. And I have to say, everything has been gone so smoothly. Okay, so Laura Weiler, fairly new into racing, but already a winner in the J88. Um, now, Laura, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's impressive, and it was really cool to see. Um, talking to her, she was, she was very humble, and um, she started racing two years ago. Being a female driver, um, it seemed like she just wanted to to thank everyone around her um, and was excited for the opportunity. So to see her win the event was really awesome. And there was another female driver, also did very well, and uh, we'll come on to her in a moment. Um, Iris Vogel, she um, is obviously really keen, originally from Germany. Um, what did you get from your chat with Iris? Yeah, Iris, uh, like Laura, was very humble, and um, she's been racing her whole life um, from Germany, so she brought a cool perspective to the fleet. Um, it seemed like the two of them were very friendly. They said the JD8 community is very friendly, and they like to bounce each ideas off each other, plans off each other, so um, it's cool to see the two of them speak together, too. I um, started sailing when I was 23, maybe, and since I started, I've sailed year-round. Uh, I just totally got the sailing bug, and I frostbite in the winter. I sail summer basically every weekend, all year-round. And um, I, the J88 was my old boat was getting kind of old and too big for me. It was a several... 33. So okay. when the J88 came out, it was the perfect size, perfect boat, and 
I saw a picture and I bought one and I've been, never been happier. Nice. It's an awesome boat. So is that what you frostbite in Newport? No, I'm, I live in New Rochelle. Uh, oh, okay. That's Western Long Island Sound and I frostbite on a laser. Okay. So. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you grown up sailing lasers? No, I, uh, I didn't sell lasers until like uh, I, I started dinghies, uh, dire dows in the winter and um, then later interclub dinghies and then I moved on to lasers. Okay, so. cool. And I should ask, I detect an accent. Do you need Wait, this? Sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I detect an accent. Where are you from originally? Uh, originally from Germany. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But I've been here since high school, so... Okay. Yeah. In... Um, in the U.S. In the U.S., okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what... Uh, do you have... A, I kind of want to add a female um, question. Do you have any other females racing with you? Um, on and off. Uh, okay. I find, um, you know, whoever I can get, basically. Sure. I'm, I'm not choosy. I sent out 20 emails and the first six I have like a few regular crew and then we fill like the last two spots yeah I sell a lot with juniors all summer because I'm involved in our club's junior sailing program so I have a lot of girls uh, 14 between 14 and 16 that sell all summer on the boat and uh, but but my friends don't really, it's, it's a pretty physical boat, so they kind of... They just want to go out for the cruise. They the come cruising, cruise. yeah, and they, you know, they don't race yeah. that much anymore. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, what do you love about the sport of sailing? What keeps you coming back? Um, it, it's always interesting, and you always learn something, and um, it's just so much fun because... It's always different. It's not boring. Like every day, you you learn something new and you figure something out. And and you know, I never feel like I know everything. I feel like every day, if I learn one or two things, it's been an awesome day. Sure. Like today, we we had some good moments, and so that's that's what keeps me going. Yeah. And you had you said today something happened. What happened? And what was the fix? Um, well, the top of the winch popped off, and so the winch, if, if we kept, would have kept using it, the whole thing would have gone over the side, so... Not ideal. We taped it up and then had a single winch uh, all day, and it slowed down our attacks a little bit, uh, so... But the, the crew is troopers and... Yeah, the crew, <laughs> they don't miss a beat, they figure out how to deal with it. Yeah, and, nice. Uh, do you ever uh, do any other positions on your boat, or is it just driving? Um, I used to, when I started racing, I did bow many, many years, and then I was trimming a little bit, but um, I mostly, because I, I, um, when I started sailing, I didn't know about crewing, so I went to sailing school, and I bought a boat, and then I started racing, so... I actually always mostly helmed, except when I sailed on other people's boats, then sure. I would be on the bow. That was my favorite place. That's a big jump from the front to the back. Well, it's nice because I'm light and strong, and so that was the perfect uh, place to be. Sure. So I love the bow, but it's, you know, I, I own the boat, so I drive. Yeah. 
So, um, what do you love about Key West? Is this your first time here? It's the third time. Third time. Uh, I really love the wind. It's nice, nice and windy, and uh, it's warm. It's perfect in January, and um, it's just a great place no to complaints. race. Yeah, it's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Do you have um, Do you have your schedule planned up, or do you? Yes. Is there a circuit, or what? Do you, what are your future plans? Um, we, we are going to Saint Pete's, Pete, Petersburg, Nude. Then we're gonna go to Charleston Race Week. Then we have our own series in Long Island. We're going to North Americans in Youngstown in July, and that that'll be it for traveling this year. Cool. Yeah. And do you guys oh, and Block Island race week. And Block Island, nice. Yeah. Do you guys, do you normally keep the same crew or do you switch it around? Yeah, I have uh two that come to almost every race and I've like a core group of five maybe and but they can't make all the travel regardless because they all work and uh so yeah. So I keep a pretty big roster and see who can get the time off uh, to sell. Okay. So we have some turnover and arranging, and we also try to get uh, sometimes local people. Like I have a friend in St. Pete who is going to race with us, so he knows the waters there, and it's, it'll sure. be our first That's time. Smart. So smart. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for this interview. I appreciate it, and it's always good to see female homes out on the water. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. I, I don't think it makes any difference, honestly. It's more, you know, who, whoever can buy a boat can sure. drive it. It's like driving a car. Yep. Women drive just as well as men. So. Amen. And there was success in one of the other classes as well, and you will know an awful lot about this. Um, let's chat a little bit more about that, Lara, after we've heard what your skipper, Sandy Askew, has to say, because she was second in the CNC 30 class in Flying Jenny. I'm sitting here with Sandy Askew, owner of Flying Jenny, and I had the privilege of sailing with you this week, part of the week, so thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, how did you start sailing and where? Uh, I grew up in Michigan, just north of Detroit. My dad was in the marina business. Okay. And he sold Pearson yachts for 20, 30 years or something like that. And he loved sailboat racing. And it really was a whole, it was a sport for all of us, my brother and my sister and I. And so that's how we... So you've already always been around the sport. That's correct. Have you always loved it and had that passion? or is No, that... not always. Okay. No, um, I started sailing with my dad competitively when I was 13 and hated it. And I picked it up again when I was 16, and I really liked it until I was about 19 or 20. And then I just lost interest in it, and uh, got, then I, the next thing I knew, I was married with three kids. I don't know how that happened so fast, but it did. <laughs> and, and then my husband and I um, took a lot of years off. And I, we bought a 120 in, um, I want to say it was about 2005. And then we picked it back up again, he and I both, really. And um, we've, been, we've been hitting sailing pretty hard ever since then. That's cool. 
No, you've mentioned before that you sailed with your husband. Has that always been easy? Is it natural? No, I, or? I fell in love with my husband racing sailboats, and um, one of my favorite things to do is watch him drive a boat. I know it's really tacky to brag about your spouse or your kids. Not at all. But he's he's amazing, and it's just really fun. Cool. Have you taken your kids sailing, or do they yes. share that with you? Yes, they do. Um, all three of them like to sail. Um, and it's a great sport because it's, it's something you can do throughout your entire life. Right. So it's really, I think it's just a great way to grow up. Yeah, cool. And we, my husband and I wanted to bring our children up sailing. And we were fortunate enough to do it. So That's awesome. Um, the CNC 30 that you have, that's your program. Is that something that your husband pushed you into, or how did that come about? Did you no, I've been looking for a boat um, that I could sail for several years now. He has, um, I think it's a Reichel Pew 74, or maybe it's 72 feet long, I really forget. But um, it's a beast, and it's fun to go out on, but I can't really do anything on it. I don't have any muscle strength. And it's um, very involved, as you can imagine. And um, Grant Spanik, who's sailed with me, been sailing with me for, well, since 2005, I think. He's the one that came up with the idea of the boat. Okay. Cool. He told me I should, I should buy this boat. It'd be a great boat. So I said, okay, fine. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love to take Fuzz's advice. He really gives great advice. So, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, how did Key West come about, and how was the, what was the process of planning for it? Um, getting crew together, the whole process of Key West, I guess. Yeah, well, I bought the boat in April of 2016 and, um, you know, immediately thought about what I was going to do in terms of schedule and sales and some work to the boat. And um, I just love the boat. It's a great boat. It's so fun to sail. It's very civilized. I had a TP-52, and this, this little CNC-30 sort of reminds me of that. It's like a mini TP-52. It's got that great big cockpit, and it's just, um, and it gets up and goes. I mean, all I want to do is sail it. Yeah. So, Key West just seemed like a, a great uh, venue to put on the schedule. Sure. So. Um, one of the questions I had written down for you, which is, Going to the Key West venue, um, describe Key West in one sentence. It's nice and well, it's nice and warm. <laughs> the water's beautiful. Is that two sentences? No, that's fine. <laughs> it's a comma. <laughs> um, what is the hardest lesson you've learned racing? For me personally, and it's one I haven't really learned. I'm still trying to learn it. It's just I have to keep my mouth shut. And never stop racing. Sure. You know, when things are bad and you think you're in last place, or what, I mean, you just, you never stop racing because you just never know what your competition will run into when it's ahead of you. Yeah. Got to be an optimist about yeah, that. Yeah, you got to go, you got to just keep racing hard until, the, until you cross the finish line. Yeah. It's hard to do sometimes. It is, yeah. It's easy to get dark. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So, um, what, uh, what personality types are, do you think are important for, on the boat, to have on, the, I guess, this size boat? Well, 
It's it's great to have a, a program with a crew that has an open mind, you know, and why don't not really into egos? None of my crew have uh, big egos. They're all very humble, and they're all very grateful to just be able to sail. You want to have that, I think. That's, I agree, that's huge. <laughs> um, what are you guys' plans for coming up? The future uh, well, I have a big, um, I have a pretty big schedule. Um, so in March and April, March and the first part of April, we'll be in the Caribbean. Okay. So the boat's getting ready right now to go down to the Caribbean, and then um, we won't make it back in time for Charleston. So we will concentrate on um, the Annapolis nude, and then up to Newport we go to do the annual and Block Island. Um, I might take the boat to Harbor Springs at the end of July. That's in Michigan. There's a uh, a Ver Cup, I think it's called. I've never sailed it in, in Chicago. Chicago yeah. That's in August, and then um, the boat will go out west, do the San Francisco Big Boat Series, and there's another regatta. I forget the name of it. I think it's in Long Beach. Maybe okay. it's in Newport Beach. I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember. Yeah. Cool. Um, so we've got a pretty full schedule. That's awesome. With a lot of travel. With keeping relatively the same team, the same crew. That's, my, that's my hope. I think okay. that's a good goal to have, that consistency. So, Laura, one of the things that Sandy mentioned, maybe one of the keys to their success, is keeping the same crew. But they had you on board. So, um, you know, you're, you're quite privileged to be able to break into that little group they've got there. What was it like? Yeah, well... Um... That was, unfortunately for them, they had a crew member who had to fly home for a family emergency. So I sailed the last three days with them. Um, and what I want to say about Sandy is she's such a wonderful person to sail with. Um, and she's a great team leader. I've sailed with many programs that you jump on the boat and they say, hey, and you know, our first priority is to have fun. And then we also like to win, um, which she did say, but she truly meant it. I mean, whenever the boat started to, you know, something goes wrong, you can see the touch of people going dark. She'd be like, uh-uh, nope. Um, we just, like, had this great combination of, you know, she put a, a great group of people together. I learned a lot um, sailing with some awesome people. And then it, we did have so much fun. <laughs> so that is the most important thing. But you, you, the way that you introduced that it was almost like um, you've been on other boats where there are two conflicting ideas. I mean, obviously, if you win, you are going to have fun by the very nature of winning. That That's what lights a lot of our candles. But you were almost saying that uh, the, the need to win and the desire to win sometimes can put the uh, the need to have fun in the shade. Is that what you're saying? And somehow she managed to, to get the right mix? Yes. Or on the flip side of that, um, you find yourselves with people who, well, I guess the more I sail, the more I race the more I want to win and that's become priority over having fun. Um, and I have to find myself saying, okay, you're doing this cause you love it. And I think that really shown in, uh, Sandy's boat and the crew and you know, how I was saying she didn't bring anyone on the boat with egos. That was true. And everyone, I mean, pros and non-pros on the boat, we all worked together and it was just a great group of people. And do you think that's one of the strengths of women involved in sailing that, um, maybe they, they, can sense when uh, the crew dynamic isn't quite working and, the, and they've got the right answers to, to bring the crew dyma- dynamic back into the right place? I think that would be, yeah, partially female um, 
just that, and partially personality type, just the um, knowing and feeling people around you and knowing when it's okay, it's time to like stick back a not- or come back a notch and tone it down or yeah. So partially female, um, partially just the person Sandy is. Now, Sandy, you and the rest of the Flying Jenny crew, second in the CNC 30s. Was that good enough to have fun for you and your uh, high ambitions? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, when you're racing against the extreme team, Dan Cherish, they've, it's been really fun to, I've raced on um, four different CNC 30s now, and um, it's always been fun to race against Dan and see how their crew works and um, the time they have on the boat together pays off. So to get second to them was was big for the team. It was fun. And so I'm guessing that we can strongly expect you to be back for your fifth consecutive Quantum Key West Race Week next year. Yes, no doubt. And to anyone like me who hasn't been before, just a brief summary. What are we missing? Oh, you're missing fun times on and off the water. That's all I'll say. (laughs) 